Welcome to another episode of Grab The Trace, a home design podcast here to help you deliver your next project to its full potential. If you're looking for some tips and secrets for your next project, be it building a new home, renovating, or even just picking what window furnishing would best suit your space, we've got you covered. So stick around, pull up your plans, and let's grab the trace. Hey, everybody. It's Lachlan and Michaela once again. Hi, everyone. You're missing a little bit of off-air drama because I accidentally didn't reshuffle the pages for our finishes schedules in the correct order. Um, I don't know why you took it apart in the first place. Because that was my copy, and I'm very sorry that you've ended up with my copy. It's crinkled, but now it's back together. It's, it's not, all good. No, no, no. I salvaged it's not it. not crinkled at all. Well, mine's not. No. You've got the good copy this week. <laughs> I very much doubt that. It's the same thing. It's not. It's the same thing. It's been rummaged. Hey, everyone. How are you going this week? (laughs) (laughs) Michaela, I mean, question of the hour. How are you? I'm... Like, honestly, don't. Let's let's cut through the BS here. Yeah, okay. Let's just check in. Let me just get a little bit close to the microphone. Okay. Everyone, we're just doing a little bit of a check in. How are you doing? You can kind of hear one of Cal's dogs chewing on a toy because he was such a good boy at the groomers. How are you all doing? Let's start with Michaela. Let's go okay. around the circle. Okay. Um, I'm doing really well. A little bit of personal news, but I'm coming up to my one-year wedding anniversary. So, looking forward to a bit of a getaway holiday next week. Beautiful. So, that should be nice. How about yourself? How's your week trucking along so far? Um, I'm going to stay this close to the microphone for the oh, next little bit. Feels um, very intimate. Very and intimate because I'm sharing secrets. <laughs> I feel very, very well-centered oh. in my approach this week. I feel like I'm quite well placed to deal with everything. I feel like I'm reading out a horoscope. I feel quite well placed yeah, to deal it, with everything. <laughs> this is um, deep. Everyone at home, I'm assuming you not saying anything means that you're speechless. <laughs> um, so, that's always a good sign going forward. Without further ado, let's pick up where we left off. Oh, what, what's wrong? Oh, okay. A Jew? It's a do. Is it? Yeah. Everybody, we've got a new soundboard we need to create. <laughs> Everybody without- <laughs> did it again. Let's No 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 come on commit do the new one. Is it just a do? Yep. Without further ado. Everybody without further ado, let's jump into the the episode. Yes. Let us, all right. I don't know if the coaching's actually like supportive or like slightly bullying, but No, come on. What's our what's our buzzwords? Bouquet. Bouquet new. new. And a do. A do. It's a lot, though. A lot of those words have the same kind of words in them. I might need to go to speech coaching. Spe- sorry, I, speech That one. felt like I, that took a long time to say. <laughs> I feel like I'm a member of the King's Speech movie. <laughs> oh, you could be Jeffrey Rush. Oh, well, we know That's who you're playing. That is such a good. Uh, the wife? <laughs> <laughs> Why did that get me? That was such a deep belly laugh. Yeah, definitely the wife. But you need to open your diaphragm. That's the most important place. <laughs> That's actually a great movie if you're looking for a recommendation. Um, <laughs> so without further ado, <laughs> I'm focusing so hard on right now. But without further ado, <laughs> say it again, just one more time. Stop interrupting me. Without further ado, let us jump back into where we were. So we finished our plumbing section of the schedule last. We did episode. Do we just quick recap? Like, yeah, very so paint, quick? <laughs> paint, appliances, plumbing. Let's go. 
No, no. Yeah, right. no, that's it. So I, I guess the other thing we said is, um, and you'll probably see this because we'll put it up in the Instagram post, we do realise this is quite hard to digest in terms of us talking about- Or just conceptualise. Yeah, when, talk about yeah. something visual on an audio format or medium. So what we've done in the past, I'm going to pat myself on the back, is we put some screenshots on the Instagram. Go have a look mm-hmm. there. So have a look at those as your like your visual references, same way that you would have with our inspiration, Graham's. Kind of just fill walk, in the blank. Yeah, walk through it with us. We did do. I nearly. Oh, we did. See, do, even do is due. like a word now. We did do. We started with our paint schedule, yep. then we moved on to appliances. Yep. And then we wrapped up last episode with plumbing. We're going to kick it off now with our fittings and fixtures, which mm-hmm. is the next category, I believe. Yep. So without further ado. I've really committed to getting this right you now. You have. I love it. Please take us away. All right. <clears throat> I bid you adieu. <sighs> Thank you so much for that introduction to this episode. Oh, my goodness. You're so welcome. This sexen- this Did you sex- say sex? <laughs> Sexon. Um, Sexion. I, well, I might need to just finish the podcast. <laughs> I feel very uncomfortable. All right. Let us kick off on fittings and fixtures schedule. If you weren't able to... Get kind of a recap. Please go listen to our previous episode, which ran through the overall what's included in a finisher schedule, how a finisher schedule works, how we break it up into categories, and then how those categories are actually broken up into a format of a schedule. I think we noted last time as well that we use Excel. Personally, you can use any type of format. This could even just be a Word document, really. As long as you're kind of hitting those categories and making sure you're including the general principles or the general items that we're discussing today. But in terms of our fittings and fixtures schedule, this kind of coincides with a lot of our spaces, but generally our cabinetry Mm -hmm. kind of goes hand in hand. So it's the small little fittings and fixtures or even our fittings and fixtures that we use in our bathrooms as well. So Stay tuned. We'll go through how this section is broken up. But right at the beginning of this schedule, I always put a general category under the location. And then that refers to potentially the entire house or dwelling, townhouse, whichever area you're specifying. So under general, we usually have our soft close mechanisms and our push to opens. This is referring to, again, our general cabinetry, but there's a million different manufacturers, suppliers out there. So we're talking like Bloom, Hedich, Haflay. They're our general kind of go-tos. I'm always a big fan. I don't like to get specific here on the podcast. I don't usually like to kind of stipulate or specify or tell you which supplier to go with. But I do have a bit of bit a of soft a, spot. I do have a bit of a soft spot for Bloom, just in terms of their soft close mechanisms, their push to opens. In my opinion, the best of the best. They're the best quality. They've got lifetime warranties for all of their soft close and push mm. to opens, which is absolutely crazy when you think about it. Like one tiny little mechanism for a lifetime. Yeah, very high level of precision. Yeah, it's German, so. Of course, perfection. The Bloom soft close, the Bloom tip on blue motion for the push to open mechanisms. I specify all of those and then a supplier. Usually you can just kind of say Bloom, but in in Brisbane, I guess we have a hardware specialist that kind of specify Halfley and Hedich and, and Bloom and all of those as well. So we and get- is, is Bloom the one that IKEA uses yes. as well? Yes, and that's their- why I'm such a big fan of Because obviously if IKEA. they're using it worldwide in their plan of domination, like they lose money if there's refunds. So they're looking for 
probably the best of the best yeah. for the cost. Exactly. And then everyone always automatically thinks like IKEA is is cheap. I guess the items that I specifically choose from IKEA is all the built-in components, not necessarily like I don't really buy loose furniture or like homewares or anything like that. I'm specifically buying like the Pax wardrobes. I'm buying their, it's like the entertainment unit yeah, yeah. built-ins. I'm doing all their like interior organizations. Oh, I, we've even talked about the Billy bookcases before. Yep. It's like just really solid basics yep. that you can then go and dress up or accessorize yep. how you wish. Absolutely. And I think we mentioned a million times going on the like Pax wardrobe doors just the plain white but using that for linen doors or yes. like study cupboard doors that you can like push back and push away mm-hmm. or you can add molding to it or you can dress it up with beautiful hardware all of those units they come with the bloom push to open and soft close like good quality and they're not cheap like they are no. expensive for a reason because they've got a, a lifetime warranty i know i'm i've digressed so much off this but that's just the general <laughs> that's Mikhail's little love letter to i guess the what would you call them like what are the little hardware fittings and fixtures let me just read the <laughs> schedule uh the mechanisms yes <laughs> <laughs> the doodads <laughs> why don't you read the specification oh schedule? why don't i read okay so that was oh, listen i have no issue with you including your little love letter to your mechanisms <laughs> in the episode you do you okay, because great. it is important Thanks. and like i I have my own particular things that I'm interested or fascinated in, and it's just you know it's a bit neat to meet. I can't believe someone who loves mechanisms that much. I can't believe I'm getting grilled. I mean, you won't won't get up me when I do your place, and in 20 years' time, you got the same push to open mech. I mean, that's a good point. (laughs) I'm not going to argue with that. That's a great point. Yep. No, you're welcome. In terms of tackling this section of the schedule, Mm -hmm. because it's. I guess there's a lot of repeats in terms of like where you've got your kitchen like mechanisms. There might be things that you're repeating throughout. Are we breaking up the fittings and fixtures in a similar way that we would when we were looking at our plumbing schedules in terms of we're splitting it up per room? Yeah. Every single section or every single category within our finisher schedule, I try and break it up into rooms or areas. And there would be some that are like general overall notes. Yeah. Yeah, so usually at the beginning of every category, I'll have like a general note if it's referring to the entire space. So, for instance, wherever there's mechanisms or cabinetry, I want there to be this soft close and this push to open mechanism. And that's for all cabinetry across the whole house. So then the next category, then I break it down into more specific areas like... Drum roll, please. The kitchen. I took the drum. I took the drum roll off oh, the that- soundboard. I'm so sorry. <laughs> You've got so many uh, new things to put on there. Yeah, we do have so many new things to talk about. <laughs> so the kitchen. Again, a lot of repeat information, as you said. So I still like to include the soft close, the push to open, and just make sure that it's really reiterated that in every single space, these are the mechanisms that I want to do. Um, in terms of our kitchen specific items, we've got our drawer systems. So. I don't know if everyone's aware in their kitchen cabinetry, it's not just MDF framework. Usually you actually have a drawer structure to your kitchen cabinets. So if you open up your drawers in your kitchen, they're not necessarily just an MDF box. They're probably a framed metal cabinetry drawer that then MDF is applied to. So in this instance, again, I've gone Bloom. You don't have to. There's Hefley, Hedich. There's a million other brands out there. Bloom, again, with the mechanisms, I just find their draw systems are 
equally as amazing. I've done the Blum Tandem Box Antaro in a nice silk white, depending on your cabinetry. It comes in like a gray and a black as well. And then our drawer system. So they have their own line of like when you think of like the kitchen cutlery insert trays, like Mm -hmm. Blum have all those fittings and fixtures, just like we talk about with our Ikea. You know how they've got organizers and interior fittings and fixtures for all their wardrobes and all their kitchens. Blum have the same. So all of those. And then I always like to make sure everyone's aware and remembers their pull-out bin system. We've got to get the pull-out bins in, everybody. Everyone has to get a pull-out bin and not like the dicky little ones that fit under the sink, like a fully designated drawer just for your bin. You said that with so much venom and you know you know my biggest insecurity is that I had to put one of the under sink ones in. It's all right. It's She's all right. hitting back. See, look, I made fun of the mechanisms and this is how it comes back. It's okay. It's like you, you Oh, here we go. Here's the justification. You didn't do your new build in conjunction with an interior designer. Correct. It shows. <laughs> There's no bin drawer. To be honest with you, apart from the cutlery drawer, there's no drawers. So when you're doing your project homes, they don't include drawers. Really? That's an upgrade option. It's just cupboards. Far, no, it's not. It's just cupboards. You have to pay extra to get a drawer in your kitchen. Yep. So the own, there's two drawers. A cutlery so we've drawer. So cu- we've got a cutlery drawer, like cutlery, uh, like a stack of yeah, four, four drawers. Yep. And then it's just the drawer underneath the microwave provision. Those are the only drawers. The Tupperware that, drawer. That's the only drawers that they provide as standard in most project homes. Everything else is cupboards. So we've got cupboards that are 1.4 meters wide, which is rough because the span is so long without any like partition that the Caesar stone is starting oh, to sag slightly, oh. which then means when you go to shut the doors, the doors the don't door shut. Hit. The door oh. hits the top of the thing. <gasps> so I will be potentially, no, nah, I probably won't. I have one cupboard door in my kitchen. They're all drawers. And I think we talked about this when we were doing the kitchen episode. I would prefer to bring the items to me. And this is why it's important to have a decent space between your island bench and your rear bench. Mm. You've got to get the circulation working. So that way you can fully open a drawer and then have a whole circulation space behind it. Wow. Yeah, no, all every single underbench. Like I've got yes. full height pantry yeah, drawer yeah. and I've got like, like my sink cupboard. That would obviously. be weird doing a I mean, we obviously don't have pull out pantries either. No. But I have like <laughs> the ultimate drawer, one I have, would say. Like the hinged appliance yeah, yeah. cupboards and pantry. Like I've got those but in the yeah, underbench. But I've got one underbench and that's specifically for like chopping boards and yep. Yeah, not all ours it. is all <gasps> ours is cupboards. Wow. Well, maybe for the people at home, they don't have drawers to test, to pull out, to see the I'm bloom saying. fittings and fixtures. If you have a schedule and you and it, this can be as simplified or as detailed as you like, but if you have this kind of schedule and you put together your, you know, wants and needs all on a page and you take it to this color consult is that what they call it? Color consultancy uh, meeting. I think or, it was or I think they call it like a selections. Meeting because it's like in that same meeting, Mm. I think you have three and a half hours to choose your floor coverings, your wall tiles, your paint colors, what hardware you're doing, what roof tiles, what roof color, what gutter profile you're doing. Three hours isn't what bricks it's not. So, this is why you need to have have a a finisher schedule and then you can just go through. And it's just you might still need to make decisions because some of these things might not have been captured in your schedule, but you're going to be able to have more time to think about those in the moment. Than the things that we already know is tick and flick. Take a document like this, but even have soft clothes on every single... If you go to someone's house and they don't have a soft clothes toilet seat, 
Yes, yes, this is a good point. It's one of those things like, oh my gosh, I just slammed the toilet seat. Oh, I you had know, no me, idea. I, one of my so biggest, I would slam your yeah, doors. And, one of my and I biggest realize. fears is inconveniencing people. You know this. <laughs> yes. And even in public torts, I don't like just letting the seat smack down. So I will like guide it down. Oh my gosh. Yeah, see, I wouldn't because like, I'm like, everyone has soft clothes. Disgusting Bam. public toilets. I will guide it down oh because gosh. I don't want to like make, what, a, make big a noise deal out of it. Oh, yeah. Goodness. Well, especially not if you're at like someone's house and you slam it down, you shear the first That's front half ev- of their toilet That's because don't worry, off. everyone has soft closed toilet seats and soft closed cupboard doors because they listen to this podcast. I'm getting a smile. Sorry, <laughs> the only reason I was smiling was I was trying to bait you into saying, do you not have soft closed toilets? I was like, nah, of course I got that. <laughs> of course. Oh, sorry. Were you waiting? <laughs> I, was waiting. <laughs> I hate this. I hate this so much. Michaela is absolutely gaslighting me right now. I am. It's so good. <laughs> Okay. Um, just let Michaela here. Michaela's just going to talk for the next 25 minutes. I'll do the outro. I'll see you in about 25. <laughs> okay, good. Thank God. Hi, guys. Welcome back. I did actually just want to make note of the draw systems. Something to keep in mind, again, when you're talking potentially to your joiner, cabinet maker, or your, you know, through your selection process. Those draw systems actually have like a weight nomination. So... For your like larger pot drawers, for instance, they Mm. actually have like a weight distribute. So it could be like, you know, 50 kilos or 60 kilo weight load. You draw runners. Yeah. So the draw systems, they do have weight loads, something to keep in mind. Um, So not only the draw systems, the draw runners, weight loads, soft close, push to open, all of these little things just keep in mind when doing your fittings and fixture schedules. But please, kitchen bins. But also, we have mentioned on previous episodes, the pull-out like tea towel racks. I'm getting a thumbs up. I love, I love that so much. It's almost like your little, um, when we're saying pull-out tea towel racks just yeah. to refresh we're almost talking about the same kind of idea that i guess to use an example like here i've got for like their tie, um, tie yep. and belt yep like, rack in yeah. the wardrobes exactly 100 and you can again little little hack out there as well you can obviously specify like half lay head itch for all the wardrobe fittings and fixtures kitchen fittings and fixtures but even in my own house i have the tea towel pull out from ikea yeah and it's amazing. The only thing is it only comes in white. Bit annoying. Oh, I have a you've black, got the black kitchen. kitchen. Fair enough. I am tempted to spray it. No, don't, we're not don't spraying worry. it. Don't ignore her. We're going to cut that out. Um, <laughs> even some of these things where it's just functionally, mm-hmm. for the price you're paying, the function outweighs what it looks like. Yeah. Just put it behind a door. Who cares? Yeah. Or I've got mine under the, I've got a, quite a large or like wide sink cupboard. Oh, so I've just a got brag. A, Here we go. Uh, I've actually got a triple door. So no, I don't. Got a double. I have a double. But it's just wide enough that it can like scoot on behind that's or good. like next to the sink. So that's it fits. Good. It fits. Yeah, you know. I like that. And that's pretty much our kitchen fittings and fixtures. I'm sure there's others that are very specific to that particular kitchen, but that's just a general. I think so. Keep in mind. The next ones are going to be a little more, you're probably going to be a little more familiar with the next ones we're yeah. talking about when yep. we move into our bathrooms because you're going to be seeing they're going, I've never thought of how many degrees a cupboard door should open before, but it's, and I don't know if we mentioned it, it's 110, please. Thank you. Thank you. Soft close. <laughs> so our bathrooms or our wet areas. So en suites, powder rooms, bathrooms, you name it, those spaces. We're going into our more generalized fittings and fixtures that I think, as Lockie said, everyone would kind of know. So our hand towel rails, our toilet roll holders, our towel rails, our robe hooks. We'd even be getting into like towel ladders or heated towel rails. All of the fittings that kind of complement our bathroom designs. And then obviously I like to keep those in the same finish that our tapware or our sanitary yeah, wear is that. in. So That's an easy goal to kick. Yeah, easy, easy, easy peasy. And then our more selective items, so like our tile 
steel insert wastes or our stainless steel trench grates. But I oh, don't like, like the Storm to. Tech, like yeah. linear strips. Yeah. So the hair cloggers. Well, yes, but depending on, we have done multiple renovations through our work, and there was one particular one where we were in a multi-res. We were we had someone below us, someone above us, mm-hmm. so we couldn't really get access to above or below for yeah. plumbing. So we had to kind of build up this bathroom floor, and the only way to get the falls and to reinstate where the existing falls were, but we wanted to redesign the floor plan. We kind of had to do this the whole wall or the whole room. Sorry, it was pretty much like yep. a trench grate, but we did it. We did it beautifully. It was tasteful. a tile it was inset. Very, it was very tasteful. Very tastefully done. Of it course, was. we had stone us. flooring. Stunning. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the level of finish probably matched the amount of ingenuity that went into creating that outcome. Okay, we've patted ourselves on the back for this one. Listen, there's not many things I'm that proud of, but far out, that is up there. It's just every project we work on together. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, literally, yep. Like, honestly, I I was going to say something smart-ass, but- it just, it's the yeah. truth. Like, yeah. if you want the full experience, this is it. Yeah. This is it. The sim- the sim- symbiosis. Symmetry. The synergy you feel on the podcast gets turned up a whole nother degree <laughs> when we're when we're actually grabbing the trace oh. and doing some design stuff. Oh, stop. Going into, back to our fittings and fixtures, back to our wet areas. So, again, our floor drainage, whatever that might look like for your particular space, just have a think about it. Think about what finish. Again, I think on the potty, we're both pro tile insert drains i would say yep Yep. then we're going into our glazing fittings and fixtures so when we're thinking bathrooms we're thinking enclosed showers but then how are those enclosed showers working how are those glass how are they being supported are we back in skyhook territory exactly so we need either shower glazing clips or we need hinges brackets or channels channels again we spoke about this in our bathroom episodes about potentially recessing like an aluminium angle or a channel along the wall or or along top the ceiling your nib wall. top of the nib wall and then like recessing that glass panel and getting tiling flush, up to it oh my goodness it's finish. floating <gasps> stunning that is actually the definition of what skyhooks is it's mm-hmm. when you come up with an outcome that doesn't look correct but functionally it works. That's that's the goal. That's where people look at it and they're like, how? 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 Beautiful. It's and floating. then we sit there and we're just rubbing our <laughs> grubby little mitts together. <laughs> our well moisturized hand mitts together, going, <laughs> there's a channel in there. Obviously. Going into something a little bit more decorative, but it's still I would put it in the fittings and fixtures is mirrors. Yep. What are we doing with our mirrors? Is that just going to be on like a fixed mirror panel onto a cabinetry substrate? Are we going to have a frame around that? Are we buying a fixed item? So an actual like backlit mirror or are we just buying a decorative mirror? Yeah, like some of the organic ones we've been seeing in our inspiration grams. Yeah. Are we getting a tooth shaped mirror? Yeah, or the arch, the round. We, oh you know. my goodness, stop with the arches. Oh, I've got an arched fan on my hands. But again, all of those, I like to kind of, you know, think about the design, the aesthetic. Does that tie in? I feel like putting a schedule together is a really easy way of visually representing your spaces. Yeah. So it's a nice way of seeing, okay, well, that's what all my fittings and fixtures look like together. That All the finish of them all tie in. Yeah. Or it's like, oh, that's a bit weird. I've just got a stainless steel trench grate, but then I've got 
you know, brush brass fittings everywhere. That looks a bit odd. Maybe yep. change that. And then you can see it. It's a nice way of putting all the images together and you kind of just like get it. It just like clicks. And then another wet area space, but still one that we need to include is our laundry. So going into, again, soft close, push to open mechanisms, and then something a little bit more unique, but our like hamper baskets mm-hmm. or our ironing stations, our pullout ironing boards, yeah, 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 all of these little fittings and fixtures that need to be specified, need to be included. And it's kind of a nice way of making sure that it's in your schedule. You've allocated it, you've thought about it. And then when it comes to actually designing these spaces, you just go back to your schedule and you go, oh yeah, I spec like a laundry basket. How am I going to get that? How am I going to get that in this design? Yep. Where am I going to put this ironing, this pullout ironing board? You've already got the specs there. It's telling you, know you how, how big wide it is. It is. Yep. yep. You know how much space that's going to take up. Now you can just allocate. Okay, well, this is how big my sink is. It's just a big old game of Tetris. Yep. This is how big all my appliances are. This is how big my hamper pull-out basket is. Done. You're already halfway there. And then something I do like to include and make sure potentially this is... I feel like it's something a lot of our clients or buyers appreciate, but a clothes rail actually Mm. mounted in our laundry. So usually above our sink or underneath our overhead cupboards. Then you can just drip dry. I just find it's a a really good little spot. You can drip dry things, hang them over the sink, or it's just a really nice way of hanging clothes up yet to be ironed. It's kind of like it's there, it's got a place. It's raining outside. You don't have an inside pull out clothesline or whatever. Yep. Just little loads, little loads at a time. Yep. Or I always, it's just good for delicates, like things that you don't want to put through the dryer you don't want to hang them in like queensland sun like brisbane sun it gets oh, hot it'll it bleach can, it yeah it can you know you'll even, fade my friend yeah and there's some things that you know you want to keep that rich color anyway i'm not here to tell you how to do your laundry oh you could be though <laughs> that could be next week's episode <laughs> it could and then our next section is wardrobes that does kind of vary in terms of maybe our typical wardrobes all of our fittings and fixtures that we talked about. So if we've got pull-out shoe racks, if we have tie belt racks, we've got, gosh, what else is in there? Like anything you can think of, like trouser racks. We've got all of the fittings and fixtures. I've even seen like pull-out hamper baskets used in- Oh, I would like that actually. Wardrobes. So it's just, you know, a great place for like master bedroom. Especially if you've got like kids or teenagers or whatever. Yeah, like rather than just... having the loose floating hamper basket. Yes. I always find- That's actually quite good. Yeah, well, if you've got, I find if you've got a laundry hamper, like pull-out basket or whatever in your laundry, it's kind of like the kids, everyone go in there. Or if a kid has their own little hamper basket in their wardrobe specific, and then the laundry is for like the general. So like all the bath, like the towels go there, your sheets go in there. uh, Not placemats, your napkins. Yeah, it's like all the household stuff goes in the laundry. All the clothes stay in their independent wardrobes. And then your master wardrobe, you've got your own as well. Obviously. It's a nice way of organizing it, you know? So that one, that's a nice one to think about. If we're doing custom hanging rails, like rather than just the stainless steel. Yep. This is your time to make your piece. Yeah. Same with the laundry. So you could do brush nickel, brush brass, matte black, matte white. You know, you can play around with those beautiful rails. I've even seen beautiful like hardwood rails used. Oh, that's just a nice dowel or something. Yeah. Yep. So again, I'd probably be more inclined to do that 
if it's like an open wardrobe or in a laundry, you just have to be careful about using timber just because of swelling. If you do have a vented dryer, humidity, we did talk about moisture, blah, blah, yep. blah. Same thing if we have a master wardrobe and it's quite open to a bathroom, just be mindful, mindful well, I guess of showers and steam. Something else that you're making note of in here is the, the actual profile of the rail. Yeah. Because- Oval or round. If you go round, that's good for like short runs. But if you're going like quite long, having an oval profile will mean that it will sag less in the middle when it's fully loaded up, Mm -hmm. which could be if you're using, say, a timber, a round piece of timber as it, that is probably another weakness to it, I Mm -hmm. guess, is that- in addition to being affected by swelling is in the middle, it is going to start to sag a little bit. Oh, it just has to have more supports and that means more breaks. So, you you know, you can only have shorter sections of clothes categories. Is the little like supports, is that noted in here as well? Do they kind of come with the- Yeah, without naming the brand, but Halfway, I've done like a Halfway oval wardrobe rail, but they've got their own supports. Yeah, little clips or whatever. Yeah, you can either do like- You've got the end caps in the middle. Yeah, end caps. Yeah. Beautiful. You've got it. You've got it. So, that's- Everybody, That's kind of our we're ready to. We have graduated from fittings. <laughs> it feels like we're doing that um that Billy Madison movie. Do you know that one <laughs> yeah. where he has to go back to school? Yeah. So we've just finished the equivalent of fourth grade. Fourth grade. Fourth grade. Yeah. So is there eight sections? Yeah. Yeah, bugger. All right, that doesn't yeah, quite. There is. Yeah, it's, we might have to cut one out just to make the analogy work better. <laughs> it's now time for fifth grade. We're going back to school because yep. guess what? It's time for some hardware now. It is. Boom. Oh, do you, Boom. do you want me to take this? Oh, please keep going. Please keep going. <laughs> I don't right. want to, like, this is such a unique experience for me. I feel like the supportive parent, like a dance recital or whatever, Aww. but I don't want to be the one in the front row with the camera at the front, like Mean Girls style being like, <laughs> smile for mummy, smile for daddy. You're just here for the supportive. Yeah, I'm, I'm just here. And if you're struggling for something, I'm here to bounce something off. Or if you just want me to talk, I can talk about something and we'll cut it out later. Oh, It'll be fine. You'll you'll fix it. Yeah. And like, listen, also as the king of door schedules, I might be able to like at least understand oh, yeah. what you're talking about this here is, in terms of passage sets, etc. Yeah. I feel like there's definitely categories that are more like hero interior, let me shine moments. Which the, the next one we're going to do is 100%. The hardware schedule, I think. It's a bit of a joint venture. Yeah. We always kind of coincide because the architecture usually does the window and door schedules the interiors obviously specifies the interior hardware and door levers so it is a kind of a a bit of a mash of trades so hardware schedule so exactly the same as all the other categories we kind of break it up into areas so the first kind of area again like all the other categories is general our general levers Usually I break it up and I specify the entry door lever. So this could be like a focal entry door handle. I feel like a lot of residential builds, they kind of want that, you know, beautiful big front door. Maybe they have a big double door or you've got a pivot door. You usually have, I think it was a few episodes ago, you were very adamant. I I was like, what's your one focal point that you would invest in? And I think you said a front entry door. Yes. Yeah, very much. I think that was your like um, It is pretty much your, the biggest first impression you're going to make is that's people's entryway into your home. So, if you've got a beautiful pivot door with a beautiful like leather set or a beautiful handle or something, the inside can suck. No one cares. Like, <laughs> But you got them to the door. It's, it's very much how I like to think of myself is externally, I'm quite well put together. But <laughs> internally, I have some very, very like rough edges. <laughs> Whoa, counselling session. 
But how you know, well, I'm just coming back close to the microphone. We're just here to check in on each other. Let's start at the beginning, shall we? So our entry door levers. We did speak about it. There's a few, I don't know, I feel like there's a few avenues people can go down if they want, you know, the big, beautiful, huge pull set or if you want a lever set. I've seen, you know, the semicircular, stone, timber, Oh, the stone brass. ones far out. Honestly, there's so many materials. Residential, you do have a lot more flexibility. flexibility. So I'm used to, again, a lot of multi-res, a lot of commercial, and usually it has to be disabled compliant. And then it has to be fire rated as yes. well. So we're we're limiting down and down and down and down. So we can't do a beautiful timber handle because that's just going to burn. So we can't yes. do that. We have to do something that is disabled compliant. So usually something with like a lever that has a return on it yeah, or a pull that's easy to open. there's certain heights that it has to fall within. Yep. There's certain distances from the edge of the door. It has to be, it's... Yeah, but all you guys at home, you don't care what we do for multi-res. No, no. It's about residential. All so my class one homies out there, and yeah. class one, I mean just residential houses. Yeah. We are World's much oyster. freer. And I would highly recommend. I've got a few brands that I, oh, if I had the opportunity to, why not? Like a bit of a designer door moment. We've got our beautiful Low & Co that we always specify. Who doesn't want a bit of like stone yeah. handle moment? Or the half moons are a bit of a vibe. I, I really love would a like double, to do that. I love a double front entry door with like a two semicircular. Oh, like so it the, looks like one big and then yeah, you French yeah. door. Yeah. Yep, love yeah, a bit of that's that. nice. That's a bit of a moment for me. That's a bit Beck Judd for me. I like right? that. Right? Yeah, it's very nice. Our entry door levers or pulls, whatever they may be. But we also have to think about our locks and our mechanisms, our striker plates. Do we want door knockers? Do we want, what's the little like eye hole? It's a peephole. Peephole, privacy peephole moment. All these things. <laughs> Can you imagine putting a peephole in a door that's got like an enormous side light? I did actually. A client requested it, yeah. Really? Yeah, no, that would be... It was a big double door, solid doors, huge side lights either side, huge transom above. But then she had the beautiful big like double entrance set. She had the door knocker. I, I think the, the door knockers are a bit nice. She had a lion's head door knocker. Oh, that is and pretty cool actually where it like boss. comes out of its mouth or something. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. She had a mailbox. In terms of your locks and everything going in, you can even go digital on some of these things. Yeah, there, where yep. you've got they've uh, got fingerprint, they've fingerprint, got the pin code, pad, yep. um, swipe cards. Yep, they've even got like we didn't even go into anything electrical in terms of no, but that's because it's so bespoke. If you're going to be doing something electrical, you're going to have someone involved, probably a specialist who's yeah. or even doing all this you could stuff go to Bunnings you. and you know the like the door, yeah Samsung the, do one Samsung, but even the um like the doorbells with the cameras on it. Oh, the ring. Like, yeah, yep, yeah. Yep, the ring. There you go. Um, you know he was on Shark Tank. Was well, he? he? He went on Shark Tank. They didn't know. Is this one- gonna be as good as your story from last week? Yeah, better. This guy who started Ring actually called it something else. Dong. No. <laughs> he went on Shark Tank. No one gave him the time of day. No one invested. No one invested. He went off, made billions. Now he's a host on Shark Tank. Is he? Yep. Oh my goodness, which one of the sharks is he? Jamie Siminoff. Simon Siminoff. Yep. Siminoff. Damn. Yep. You're welcome. Actually, was quite a good story. Thanks. So, we've got our levers or our pulls, our entry. We've got our paradigms, our striker plates, our dead latches, door closers, potentially. Yeah, yeah. Again, maybe a bit more commercial. So, that's if it's, you know, a heavy or a fire-rated door, it's very, very heavy. So, door closers for a disabled compliance as well. However, 
You may. You may have a door closer on a residential. Would you use that in any Yeah, I think, to be honest with you, sense? even the um, the security screen I've got on my front door because oh, yes. I've got like a crim Good safe call. screen. It's got a um, it's got a closer arm on it. Oh, yeah, like they a do. a little gas strut thing. And you know, the, like you push the little- Yep, to um, hold it open. Yeah. Yeah, mechanical When you're doing fixer. the groceries. You see, she's she gets it. Yeah. Yeah. See? I'm just trying to think of other situations where you would have a, a closer as well. In sometimes if you're living in an apartment, and this is this could be a fun game to play. If you're living in an apartment, generally your entry door will have a closer. Yep. And that is purely because the entry door is actually a fire rated door. door. And so if it's open, the fire can come in. But if it's closed, you actually get quite a decent fire rating. Oh. There we go. That's probably the there first first useful tidbit I've shared mm. today. So what's another thing? A roller latch? You yes, know? yes. Yeah. I think they're super handy. I've got one on my own front door. So much easier. So, you know, you don't have to like, if you've got a beautiful like door handle, but it's not a lever. Mm. So, if you've got a, hand, a yeah, yeah. like a pull handle, if you've got this roller latch, you can open and close the door where you wouldn't be able to if you didn't have yes. a lever. Does that make sense to yeah, everyone like at you'd home? Be Am able I to, sense? You'd be able to close it, but you wouldn't be able to open it. Like if you if you didn't oh, use the roller latch. Well, sorry. you have to like put the key in yes. the door to open it. We don't want that. We want to be able yeah, to, like to open and close. Yeah, to actuate the little latch thing. Yeah. There are even, I've seen some like big pull handles that have the like the actual door lever like vertical in behind oh, it. Yeah. So you can kind of like reach in and then just push it to the right or the left. I don't think that's as slick as Not this. As, yeah. I'd rather go one way or the other. I, I like a roller latch. They're pretty, yep. pretty I like nifty. it as well. Pretty nifty. Um, we can also think about how our locking mechanisms work. So you mentioned, obviously, if it's digital, so if you've got a keypad or anything like that, but our good old just key locks. Do we want that on our door lever plate? Like it's all included. Do we want a separate like deadlock? And then I always think about our plates to our levers. So like our roses. So do we have like a big back plate? Do we have just a rose? And then what design is that? So there's obviously like square, rectangular, circular. I'm always a bit more inclined. Please, please, please. Just I know it's the smallest detail, but preference would be to go to circular roses instead of square. Yeah, agreed. Now, the only reason for this, I know some people just love a more rectilineal kind of design for their lever. I would still... Still go around rose, which is like the back plate to this lever. Yes. So ignoring the actual handle or the lever that we're talking about, this is just the plate that fixes to the door. If you go like a square, as soon as that gets knocked or skewed You're off- You're going to see as soon as it's out of square. It's not straight. And honestly, it'll do your head in because the weight of those levers are actually quite heavy. The plates move. They're not going to be 100% perfect. Yeah. They are going to move. So circular, you never notice it. It's 100%. circular. It's no, even. I agree. I like that little tip. So that's why I'm always a bit more inclined to either do like a big rectangular back plate. So it's like super yep. not going to move. It's been fixed in a lot of places or a round rose. Love it. Let's, um, let's move internally. Yep. So we have our internal levers. So again, thinking about the finish making sure it's consistent, and then all the little fittings and fixtures that go with it. So we're talking about our like privacy turns. We're talking about potentially our cavity sliders. So if we've got a flush door, meaning that it slides into like a little cavity, those door levers can't be just chilling. They're going to hit into the wall. So we need yep. something flush. So either round, square, a flush plate, but then we have to think about our Ooh, privacy turns. I do turns. like the, the plates that are like oval. 
as well. Or they're stunning. Because then you get the ability of not having to do, you know, the like little middle bit that sometimes Mm -hmm. you have to like try and I'm doing like a With a butter knife. I'm doing like a little flick uh, motion right now. Mm -hmm. You flick it and then you can turn it. But even having said that, with those, when they're fully within the cavity, I'm even a fan of the little like button press. Oh, yeah. And it pops out. Knob thing out. Yeah. Big fan. Not bad. Not bad. Also, something to think about, our hinges. Yes. People don't really think about it. They just go, oh, yeah, stainless steel, like whatever. The builder there's will figure it out. so many different types. So many. If you just go to Bunnings, so there's different size hinges. There's mm-hmm. like 75 mil. There's 100 mil. There's- 150 mil. There's, yeah, there's double so acting many. loose pin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fixed 100%. Pin. Yeah, even like lift off. There, mm-hmm. There's another option there. And even the finish of it, you can go, mm-hmm. you stainless, you can go any of the ones that Macau's to has kind of like preached to us. Mm-hmm. There's even ones that come primed that you can paint your own. Yep. I don't know if I'm as much of a fan of that mm. because you're probably going to see some pretty heavy wear where the plates well, kind of meet. Yeah. Can I, oh, can I do my little like hack? No, absolutely not. <laughs> so, you know how I'm a big fan of the huge skirting, beautiful, crisp white skirting architraves doors and mm-hmm. then go a little bit darker on our walls. Not too dark but a little bit darker to show that contrast. So if we have a bright white door, bright white, beautiful architrave, a really bright white skirting, let's just go a white hinge. Don't don't try and paint the hinge. It always looks grubby after a while. Just go white and then it's going to stay and look crisp. It's going to be beautiful. So much easier that you don't have to- What comes from the factory prepared. Yeah, it's done. And it's in a finish that they're happy with and yeah. It just it's looks so good. much easier. It's consistent as well. You don't end it up is. with dri- dribble marks or whatever. And I always find a little hint and tip as well. If you can't decide about what tapware or sanitary wear color to do throughout your home, and then you're like, oh, but I really want brush brass for my master, but then all the kitchen, all the other bathrooms, I just want to do brush nickel or I've got black, that's my theme. And then you come down to the hardware and you're like, well, what door levers do I do? Because I've got two different finishes. What do I, do I commit to the black or do I commit to the brush brass? You could just keep it simple. Pick one metal for your house, be that gunmetal, brush nickel, brush brass, bronze. And then I always find you can either do black or white yeah. as your accompanying color. So if you've got brush brass everywhere, but you don't want to commit to brush brass hardware, it's a little bit too expensive, go white. White levers, white hinges, white door, white skirting, and then you're not conflicting. You're not bringing in another finish. So just a little hint and tip. But I think the last kind of hardware that goes with all of our doors, and sometimes it's very much forgotten, especially you kind of move in and I feel like people like, oh, window coverings. Yeah, yeah. And this next one that I'm about to just rattle off, door stops. Door stops. Do we want the squeaky ones? Do we want no. the domed ones? Do no. we want magnetic? Do we yeah. want concealed magnetic ones that go on the floor? Mm-hmm. Potentially, depending mm-hmm. on budget. So, How high do you do them? Do you do them on the floor? Where do you attach up? them? What do you do with it? So, I'm a huge, huge fan of the same with the hinges. I do white magnetic door stops. So, those pillar or like column, sometimes they're called column or pillar magnetic doorstops, I do in white. So then they can be fixed to the skirting, fixed to the back of the door, and you can't see them. Yeah. You don't want this big highlighted cut. You don't want, you know, brush brass or a gunmetal doorstop that just stands out like a sore thumb. Same with our ceiling fans. We ju- we want them there. We want them They to need blend. to be practical, but we don't need to highlight yep, them. Yeah, agreed. This is one of those things. So white, all the way, all the way to go. 
last category in our hardware schedule, joinery pulls or handles cabinetry hardware. Any joinery handle or knob or pull, anything you can think of, this is where it goes in this section. So you can break it down to any kitchen handles that you have, laundry, bathrooms, any pulls, any, gosh, what else? Yeah, anything. pretty much anything you can think of. If you've got linen cupboards that you're going to do nice mm-hmm. joinery handles on, yep. if you're going to do, there is so many different options. All of our here. wardrobes, when yeah. we're thinking of our beautiful, you know, jewelry on our doors. So we this just want to note different types. Yep. Usually if they're the same type, you're getting different sizes. You can just bundle them just, in the yeah. one specification and yep. your joinery drawing will pick up. And what's I, well, going I always nominate. You know, I'd say let's just pick a random one like Low & Co, for instance, and pick one of their types. And then they obviously come in, say, two, four, 600. I'd actually put 200, 400, 600 millimeter Low & Co, the curve pull in aged brass. And then I specify all of those. And then across my joinery drawings, I might use the 200s in the bathroom. Yep. I might do the 400s in the kitchen along with the 600 for the integrated fridge or my wardrobes. But the specifications all there. Yeah, love that. And then you can do your quantities. Like you could do another column. How many quantities of the 200 or the 400 or the 600 yep. do the price? You know, you can add it all up. But another thing that a lot of people forget as well is... I always classify finger pull, our push to open, our finger pull openings, they're still technically in, I classify them as a handle. So I would put them in our hardware schedule. So when I'm talking about like a finger pull opening, so you know your overhead cupboards in a kitchen, Mm -hmm. above your range hood, they technically don't need a handle because the door panels kind of go past the, the actual the carcass. Yep. yep. So you can kind of put your fingers behind that door panel and just open it up. That's a finger pull detail. And then when I talk about a finger pull detail to our underbench cabinetry or our, you know, drawers and cupboards, that's like a shark nose edge detail or a mitered edge detail. So we're talking about how that cabinetry front is able to be opened. So a shark nose edge detail, which is probably my typical go-to for my finger pull moment for our underbench cabinetry is just kind of think of the cabinetry panel and then it recesses back on a 45 degree angle so kind of your fingers can fit over the top of that panel and then pull that drawer open or open that cupboard. So I like to put a little column or a little row sorry in the joinery hardware just saying shark nose edge because that's what I want my cabinetry fronts to to work that's how I want them to work and then I'll do another one for my finger pull for my overhead cupboards. And then I'll do another one for my push to open mechanisms. Beautiful. And then you can note that on shop drawings that cabinet people do up. You can be like, this one I want to like push to open. This one, all the overheads above the cooktop, I want to be finger pull. All the underbench, I don't want joinery handles per se. I want that all to be clean and handle free. So then I want that to all be shark nose. And then it's all noted in the hardware schedule. I love it. Perfect. Well, that kind of wraps up that our- wraps up hardware. Our hardware, yeah. Now, the next one, and I know we're, we're getting long in the tooth the episode, but the next segment, which is our cabinetry yeah. section- You know what? I would I would totally suggest doing cabinetry and finishes and lighting in one. In one group? Yeah. Done deal. Consider it done. Yeah. I feel like the cabinetry and the finishes schedule just work so well yeah, together. I think It'd be they're easy pretty to heavily explain. linked. Yeah. And then lighting and electrical is pretty easy. We've done- Yeah. 
whole episodes and parts of episodes. And that's all we're really doing is just explaining the kind of things you would need to be specifying and then how, how you might do so. I think that's that is actually quite a good spot to stop it. Yeah, that's we, perfect. Everyone that- at home, are we happy? Oh, I can see you're all nodding your heads. That's great. Obviously. Also, one thing to mention, I did see we got another five star rating on Apple Podcasts. Oh, thank you for that. Thank you. As we're saying, send in any written ones you've got. Check out the website. I think we even, uh, this is going to be maybe a week in the future compared to when this comes out, but we peaked at number 10 in the charts for Australian Design Podcasts the other day. Oh, very close to my single digit goal. I think I mentioned a couple of months ago, yeah, but we got there. If we have Almost. a couple of like big weeks from the analytics side of the podcast, we're absolutely crushing it at the moment. The Instagram's going nuts. The listening numbers are going nuts. It's it is quite nice to see this growing. Yeah, we're seeing that process and kind of getting more engagement, which is exciting for us because yeah, that's the whole reason why we do it. 100% Without further ado, Mikhail, thank you very much Thanks, for this week. Thanks, Lockie. We've that got was a one fun more, one. Yes, it was. We've got one more big push to go. Yep. And then maybe at the end of the next episode, we can reveal to the people what our plans for the future are. Ooh, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Toodaloo. It's like a little, toodaloo. <laughs> toodaloo. It's like a little bit. It's a little bit like mysterious and a little bit like edgy and dark, but Is it's it? actually no. Nah, it's not. No. It's, nah, you guys don't no, know. No, no, toodaloo. No. Toodaloo. <laughs> Well, everybody, we've come to the end of another episode. If you have any questions, reach out to us on our Instagram at GrabTheTrace. Following, sharing, leaving a review or rating for the podcast is the best way to help the show. Our opening and closing music was created by Robert Helberg. And whilst we try to help as much as possible, this podcast is of a general nature and won't be able to take into account your individual circumstance. If you need personalised advice, you should engage a relevant professional consultant to help make the best decisions for your situation. Thank you all for listening and we'll see you next time. See you next time.